Welcome to Stunt Stories. I'm Corey Eubanks. And today I have a very special guest. His name is Algin Mendez. Algin, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, buddy, to uh, be on Stunt Stories. Hey, my, my, my honor, my pleasure to be on your program. Hey, where are you today? Because you're, you're all over the world. Where, where are you as we speak? I am in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Okay, is that is that on a on a job location or is that home? Yeah, I'm on I'm currently on a job. I'm actually doing an armor uh for the show called Hot Seat. It's a feature film. And uh stars Mel Gibson and uh Kevin Dillion. Hey, Mel Gibson, that's that actor director guy, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I've never had an opportunity to work with the man. How how is how has that experience been? Honestly, probably one of the, the best experiences I've had on set. No kidding. Very approachable. He comes up to you. Just awesome guy. That is so good to hear because, you know, so many of the, I'm just going to say it how it is. There's so many of the actors and actresses that we, you and I both work with that have such incredible egos and attitudes that they're just not, they're not fun to be around. And then you come across someone who maybe you, you think is going to be that way. And, and it turns out they're not, you know, I did do a movie with Mel Gibson, but I never met him. We were back in Atlanta and it was called boss level and with, ah, yes. with Frank Grillo. <laughs> and I knew he yep. was on the movie, but I, I never had the the privilege to meet the man, you know? Um, awesome guy. Very, very awesome guy. Well, Hey, you know what? So are you. And I, I knew that I, from the, <laughs> from the day <laughs> I, I first met you in coincidentally, what we were, what in Albuquerque, we're in Albuquerque, yes, that's correct. On on you better call Saul. Yes. And yes. I first met Make, you and I thought to yeah. myself, that guy looks like a prick. I, <laughs> <laughs> you turned out to be like the nicest guy. And I'm like, thank God, because you're you're quite menacing, actually. You're you're a big guy. Well uh well thanks for the compliment or or the <laughs> or whatever but, that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what there's the fun thing about what we're doing is this little podcast stunt stories that I'm doing, it's, it's going to be heard by a lot of people in the stunt community. A lot of stunt coordinators, a lot of fellow stuntmen and stunt women are going to be real, you know, curious what, you know, what stupid story is Corey going to come up with today? But I thought it'd be be a great opportunity to also help introduce to the stunt community um, people like yourself who, not that you're a mystery because you've you've done quite a bit, but you're just not as well known yet as you should be because you're so multi-talented. So I wanted to kind of use this as an opportunity to explore your background and, and have you, because you know I already know a lot of this, but if you could kind of tell me and tell the audience, what is your background and, and how did you get into the stunt industry? Of course. Um, so my background consists, um, well, I'm I'm a native from New Mexico. Uh, born and raised um, at the age of 17. I wanted to serve my country. I'm a third generation Marine. And uh, I did 12 years in the Marine Corps. Wow. I did um, multiple tours to different areas, uh, combat, saw combat. Um, you know, that's that's where my background is. I, you know, I specialize in weapons, all different types of various sort of weapons. Um, well, after Al- I left the Marine, Algin, let me just interrupt you for one second. I don't, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I just, no, gotta, no, it's okay. No, buddy, I got to jump in and say like we, so many of us want to say is thank you so much for your service that, you know, to protecting our country. You know what? The honor's mine is, you know what? We're, 
it's, we have one of the greatest countries in the world, if not the greatest country in the world. And I firmly believe that. Amen to that. Other people, other people might see differently, but you know what? I, you know, if it was, if it wasn't for people like myself or those that have gone before us, you know, it's we're we're a country of immigrants, and you know, it's it is what it is, and I was proud to serve my country. Well, thank you so much. So, so tw- 12, 12 years, did you say? Yes. Yes. Correct. Wow. Well, you saw quite a bit that, um, I did, I did. You know what? I, I don't regret one day of it. It was a, was a very awesome experience. You know, some experiences were a little bit on the rough side, but you know, that's just the way it is. And, you know, I just gotta, it's gotta be mentally tough and, by far, by bar none, you got to be mentally tough, and you know, and I'm, I'm the baby of four older brothers, and uh, they kind of molded my, my, uh, my toughness, you know, growing up with those assholes. I could only <laughs> imagine having what you said three older brothers. There's four I of have you. Three, yeah, there's four of us. There, I have three older brothers. That's correct. Wow, wow. So, so after your your military career, then what did you do? Um, I actually went pretty much into the, uh, well, I still stayed in the federal government. I, uh, I was a SWAT operator for the department of energy, um, transporting and protecting all different types of materials and stuff. Can't really say too much about it because my NDAs till my, till the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's don't go. We won't go down that path. We won't get you in trouble. Um, but I was an operator for, for the department of energy. Um, you know, dealing with different types of weapon systems that, uh, that we have to deploy in case something happens. Um, from there, um, <clears throat> I had my firstborn, my son, Sadafin, who's by the way, he's six, three and he's dunking at, he's, he's he, an animal. He's six foot three. Yeah. And he's only, he just turned 14. Cause you're what, you're what? Six one. I'm six. I'm about, I say six foot, but I'm, I'm probably about six, six one. I had, you know, my, my I, uh, my lower back is compressed, so I probably lost a, a, an inch of vertical. <laughs> yeah, I I got the same from jumping the general lee for so many years. I used to be six four. Now I'm only five, <laughs> I'm only five nine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I was on the I was on the road a lot with uh, the 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 job prior before I, I became a police officer. But you know I just want to be in my son's life, so I resigned from uh, that uh, that. Um, that entity. And then I went to become a state police officer in New Mexico. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird. A lot of people think that state police in New Mexico just do traffic, but we do everything. We do everything from criminal to, we, we do it all. Our, our, our academy is actually six months long. Wow. It's actually one of the toughest academies in, in the country. Wow. You guys turn out some good cops. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 they're, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty tough. They're, you know, there's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tough state, you know, it's a big state, you know, we, you know, you hear a lot of stuff going on in the news, New Mexico, you know, this, that, Albuquerque, but every, every state has their, their problems. You yeah. Know? Hey, I'm, I'm sitting here in California and we're, we're so screwed up. It's beyond explanation. Yeah. I, you know. but, but Hey, so all of this, the military, your police background, that career, what, what made you want to become a stunt man and get into the film business? You know what? Um, so I left the, 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 I left becoming a police officer. Um, and I went back to school. My mom had just passed away. And, um, so I was like, you know, I left law enforcement altogether. I went back to school, got my degree in business because I actually wanted to open up my own business and stuff, you know, and 
one of my buddies who was in construction at the time, he's like, Hey, come, come, you know, come help me out. I'm, I'm the construction coordinator. What? Well, I was saying coordinator. He was one of the assistants or something like that. So I got hired on and I was doing props, you know, building, building props. Cause my background is my father was a construction. Um, he owned his own construction company, but uh, so I'm very handy with, with tools and stuff. And uh, so I was doing props on a, on a better, on a, actually on um, Breaking Bad. Oh, no kidding. I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I was on the, on the construction team. You know, and then uh, I started doing locations. It's funny. I started doing locations on this on this one show called uh, Howlbent. It never got, it never went to, to, uh, to the big screen or anything like that. Long, that's another long story for another time, but... Uh, um, I met this armor who happened to be, his name is John Navarro. And uh, he's like, Hey, what's your background? You, you know, I see your vehicle. It's, you know, you have military plates and stuff like this. And I was like, oh, I was, you know, prior military, prior weapons instructor. This and I was like, Oh, he's like, I need an armor. I, I said, he's like, what's your background? So we went out to spill and what I did. So he kind of mentored me into the business of being an armor, you know, knowing the onset protocols and all that stuff. And, you know, I picked it up a little quick. Oh, you know what? You sitting here thinking about it, you would be like the perfect guy to be an armor. You'd be like the perfect guy to have on set to hand a weapon to and and know that it's gonna be it's gonna be safe. And I'm I'm a, I'm I'm an asshole when it comes to weapons because I've seen multiple accidents throughout my my you well, know my career. And- yeah, and and we all know about the one that recently happened and I'm also privy to the fact that you can't you you can't really discuss too much about it because you have some friends or associates or somebody who's involved in the investigation so I I won't I won't infringe upon that. I appreciate that. <laughs> but but let me ask you this. Let's say hypothetically you were on a set and you were the armor and you were going to uh, you knew that the lead actor of the film needed to have a weapon for a particular shot. What, walk us through the correct way to put that that gun, that weapon, into that actor's hand. Well, for one, it's it's you know I, I check it personally myself before I hand anything to anyone on set. Uh, two, it's got to get cleared by the first AD. Um, I always do, I, I usually do three checks, you know, myself, the AD, and then I always show the actor, this is what you're going to shoot. If you're going to shoot blanks, um, or if it's a fur rehearsal, making sure that it's completely empty, you know, um, weapons, hot weapons, cold, you know, on set. It's just before I give anything to anyone on set period, you know? So do you, do you put that weapon in? Um, and do you refer it as a weapon or do you refer it as a gun? Gun. I say cold gun on set, hot gun on set. And we'll and, be shooting quarter loads, half loads, full loads. And and what's um, what's the difference if you could educate some of the audience that have been hearing? It's a prop gun. Well, what's the difference between a prop gun and a real gun that's being used on camera? Well, prop guns, prop guns are prop guns. They're rubbers, plastics. You know, a prop gun because. If you're firing, if a if a gun on set is firing blanks, it's a real gun. So it's there's no prop about it. It's a it's a real it's a real firearm. It just has modifications at the end of the barrel to plug it. You know what I mean? It's, it's those those plugs at the end of the barrel are 
like fully automatic weapons, those are always full plug. They're they're called full load, so they're always meant to fire full loads. So you've got some back, you got some recoil, some compression, some yes, yeah. So you know when when the reason why those weapons are they're gas operated weapons. So what happens is to eject the round, it uses its own pressure to eject that round. You know, so if it's the plugs are meant to mimic a round going out the out the tube out the barrel. And that's what gives it its its um its recoil and it gives it its you know it's it's the function it's yeah. what makes the weapon function because without the bullet in there it has no it has no yeah it'll pressure. chew around it'll it'll jam up or you know so so really when someone says it's a prop gun that would be a plastic or a rubber correct Cor- correct okay so they need to quit calling it that it was my understanding it was a real a real gun it was a revolver correct. Yes, it's a yeah, it's a cool forty five. Yeah, long yeah, it's just, yep. So okay, so the the proper etiquette is you as the armor, did you say you hand it to the first AD or do you just show the first AD that it's 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 completely empty? I show the first AD. I never give I when I when I have a control of, of a real weapon on set, meaning that it's a it's a plugged weapon, you know, for meant for movie purposes. I hand it I don't hand the first AD, I'll I'll show them it. You know, if it's an eye, I'll shine the the flashlight up the barrel, make sure that's clear. There's no, there's that, there's no, you know, nothing got stuck in the barrel, you know, or no, no debris. Yeah, because we all know what happened to Brandon Lee. Yes, All right, exactly. So, so you show that that sucker is completely empty, completely, completely safe and clear. Correct. You know, I'll check it. I'll show it to the first AD. Then I'll show it to the to the actual operator of the weapon, whether it's an actor or a stunt actor. And I make them sure that, hey, this is what you're shooting. Are you comfortable with it? I'm always, I'm always, I'm always asking, are you comfortable with this? Yeah. You know, I've had, I've had situations where some, some sun guys or some actors are like, well, can you, can you run by it? Can you run, you know, help me out or like, you know, run by what I'm going to be doing? And I have no issue with that, which is, you know, no, if, if someone's unclear of what they're doing on set, especially doing with weapons, just like in the classroom, raise your hand. I'm confused. What, you know? I'm not too sure about this. Always speak up. So, so the scenario that you painted for us is that there's actually three people standing there uh, observing that this weapon is empty. Correct. Okay. So, and then apparently that, that, that protocol, that, that procedure was not executed on that, that Alec Baldwin film. And that, that's a real shame because someone's life was, was lost from it. Yes. Sad, Um, sad situation yes so like i i was saying earlier man i think of of all the people i know and i know quite a few people in the in the industry you would be at the top of the list of the guys i know that it would be <laughs> the best to handle a weapon on set whether it has blanks or a, even a rubber gun you know it, it's just i mean your experience as a marine and as a police officer um and now as a stuntman um, do you, if you're working on a film, cause you've done a lot of stuff and, and have you had other armors hand you a weapon and they were oblivious to the fact that you too are an armorer or do you guys all know each other? Uh, yes, they've, I've had a couple of situations where, you know, they're oblivious to that. You know, they think we're just, <laughs> you're just <laughs> some stupid just... stunt guy here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard prop matches say, oh, they're just stupid stuntmen. You know, it, 
Um, you know, and it it is what you know. It's you know how the industry is. Sure. You know? Yeah, it's brutal at times. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so you you have done? Let's see. I, I know that you worked on Hell or High Water. What did you do on that yeah. movie? I was the armor on that one. Uh, myself and actually John Navarro brought me on um, to, to uh, armor that show. What, what did you do on Only the Brave? Uh, Only the Brave. I actually was. Check this out. So this this is how I got into the stunt business. Um, on Only the Brave, uh, Keith Willard was actually the stunt coordinator. What Amazing a great guy. guy! Isn't Keith awesome? He's a outstanding, outstanding gentleman. He's prior military Navy SEAL. Yes. <laughs> One of the creme de la creme, you know. Um, I was actually doing locations on that. And um, I was just walking to the office and, you know, you know how a kid, he's like, hey, hey, what's up, man? He's like, hey, how you doing, sir? And he's like, sir, he's like, you know, he introduced himself and he's like, you could, you look like you'd be a stunt guy, you know. And uh, at the time, my boss, you know, they, they, were, they, they also were friends and they worked together on a few shows. I think on Sicario, the first one and stuff like that, so... Keith uh, approached my boss, who at the time was uh, Todd Christensen. He's a loca- big-time locations guy here in New Mexico, and he's done a lot of stuff. And uh, he's, uh, do you mind if uh, Altoon works for me? And he's, Todd, you know, yeah, you know, sure, of course. Because you, you, know, you had told Keith that you wanted to pursue, uh, 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 you know, being a stuntman? Correct, yeah. You know, I've, I've, I just want to climb the ladder in the, in the industry and see how far I could get. You know, it's, it's one of those things... Uh, I never thought I'd be in the, in the situation I'm in. And, and, you know, I've gone through a rough time in my life growing up and, you know, where I'm at now. And, you know, one door closes and 10 more will open. And yeah, that's how this crazy world is, man. You know, and I'm grateful for it. And I thank God every day. And, you know, it's, that's just, yeah. (laughs) Hey, what did, what did you do on end of the road? So on the end of the road, I actually played a, a cartel boss, um, and uh, Mr. Donahue. Um, I forget or is it? I forget his first name. Awesome guy. First time I ever met him. I first time I ever worked for him. So Ryan you, Stats. You don't just Ryan, do stunts. You also you're also a stunt actor, correct? Correct. Yes. Yes. Correct. So but, um, uh, I got call. I got a call from Ryan Stats, who's a coordinator out here in New Mexico. And uh, he's like, hey, uh, you mind auditioning for the show? It's it's a stunt gig, but, you know, we have some lines. I was like, yeah, of course. So I did it. I was like, you know, it, it was it's with Ludacris and Queen Latifah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a big show, <laughs> you know? So uh, I got a call. He's a little, uh, Ryan called me back. He's like, hey, uh, you got you got the gig? I was like, oh, shit, you know? So, you know, coming in the helicopter, coming up, get out of it, you know, for me, I that, that's like natural thing to, for me. I, like I've worked, been a, around helicopters and so like that pretty much the majority of my life, you know. So felt it felt natural to me, and yeah, just be myself through the lines and did a couple of takes, and that was it. <laughs> well, d- didn't you also play a part on the rookie? I the, did. I the played TV a show. man. I did. <laughs> you, you played a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, my look is always. A bad guy, you know. I, I always get typecast. <laughs> what I'm actually gonna say, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you see me smile, I have a big smile. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a very, I've the, the things that have gone in my life, you know, I've, I've humbled myself, and I'm always, you know, I was real high, you know, high strong and stuff like that. But well, like I, I said, like <laughs> when I first, when I first saw you, I didn't really hadn't really met you, hadn't shook your hand. 
But when I first saw you, I, you're, you know, as I, I mentioned, you're very intimidating. And I said, in my mind, that guy looks like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're not so, the first guy to think that. <laughs> yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised to find out you're one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And, <laughs> and, 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 and also that, you know, you, you're, you're double tough. And I mean, you're a freaking Marine, you know, they don't make them any tougher. Hey, so what, what did you do? What did you do on uh, the film Ambulance with Michael Bay? I actually, you know what? I was brought in as a special, uh, special ability guy. Um, prior law enforcement, prior military. Um, I actually worked with uh, Rex Reddick on it. Um, what a great driving. guy, huh? Rex. Amazing, amazing guy. Cool. Get, get, you know, I'm fairly new to the business in, in the sun industry. So, you know, I try to soak up as much knowledge and as much, you know, advice I get. I Sometimes I call you for advice. You know, well, sometimes they call it. Well, let me ask you this: what, what if you had to? And I mean, sometimes in this in this industry, you have to be a little braggadocious, and you have to do it in such a way that it doesn't it doesn't come off seeming so. It, you have to seem like you're it's disgusting because I'm so good at this and I'm so good at that, and people are like, wow, you're really good at bragging about yourself too. But an opportunity like this, and when someone's asking you. Well, what are your skill sets? What are the things that you said? Hey, you know what, Corey? Um, here's a list of some things I feel I'm I'm really good that would, uh, you know, contribute to my stunt my stunt career. What What are some of the skills that you have? Wow. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm a weapons guy. I anything about weapons, I pretty much know through and through. You know, it's I, it's been part of my life for the last since I was 17 years old. You know what I mean, plus, I mean, like growing up with four brothers and you know my father was a hunter habit he was also marine you know so um well, weapons let, a big let me ask you let me ask you a couple things let me see okay um how are you on a motorcycle i have a violet motorcycle license i i'm not i'm i could drive one i could you know i used to my dirt bike i, I still have a dirt bike i have a yz250 that i ripped through the mountains right behind my house you know but you know Dirt bikes, motorcycles, you know, when it comes to riding them, I'm not an expert, but I'm well could get through anything that I need to get through. You know what I mean? So, so like a show, like say Mayans, which is all about, oh, that's street bikes. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's. Cause I could so see you being uh, playing a part or being one of the regulars or just one of the stunt guys working on that show. How are, how are you on horseback? We have horses. Uh, one of my, actually, sorry, you know, Funny that you brought that up. My brother, he's a rancher. We have uh, 800 acres up in Chama, New Mexico, that we lease out and cattle. And there's, you know, there's a there's a little crew that my brother hangs out with, and they're ropers. And and me growing up, we, we had horses all throughout my life. You know, I'm a I, I, on a horseback. I'm say I'm a pretty I'm an expert at horseback riding. And you know, I have horses. My son, I'm getting my sons into horseback riding and letting know how to you know how to put on the saddle, saddle them up. Taking care of the horse, it's a big responsibility. Horses is a big responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, you think about also there's not such a huge need right now in the industry except for shows like Yellowstone where they're always constantly riding horses. And I could see, you know, Jason Rodriguez, I believe, is, is still the stunt coordinator of that that uh, series, that he would, uh, you know, need someone like you to play a bad guy. And Yeah. But, okay, <clears throat> so... so 
Now, didn't you have a boxing background or didn't you, what's your martial arts background? Or how are you with picture I, fights? <laughs> I actually uh, was an MMA fighter. Um, I was actually pretty good, but it didn't pay the bills. <laughs> um, I used to train at a gym called Jackson's uh, here in Albuquerque. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of good first... fighters have come out of <laughs> Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my amateur record was actually my amateur record was actually nine and zero, and then I went pro, and I was undefeated in the pro pro circuit. But it was like king of the cage, rage in the cage. Um, you know, I just I just couldn't find myself being a gym rat all the time and being being a single. Uh, you know, at the time me and me and my girl weren't together, and you know I had you know single father. The, uh, you know my pro- family's priority for me. I mean, absolutely, family oriented. Yes. And you're a great father, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. You really means a lot. So, so Marine armor, horseback riding, motorcycle, MMA. Um, can you surf? You know what? I'm a hell of a swimmer, but I haven't learned to surf yet. You know, it's kind I of, could <laughs> snow, I could snowboard. I could snow the snowboard the heck out of it, but really you're you a snowboarder. Know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which there's a there's a ski there's two ski resorts right around my house. You got Los Alamos, which, which is called Pajarito Ski Mountain. You got Santa Fe Ski. You got Taos Ski Valley. You know, I'm surrounded by ski ski, uh, ski play, uh, resorts. So let me ask you this: Do you have a bucket list of stunts that you want to perform in your career? Is there something you're saying, "Hey, gosh, like I've always wanted to do a hundred foot high fall," or I've always wanted to jump out of a air i mean a helicopter and tackle a guy off a motorcycle is there some kind of a stunt that's on your bucket list definitely i want to do some skydiving stuff uh one of my good friends actually uh, his name's chris donaldson he's actually a avid skydiver out here in new mexico he knows, oh my he's done quite a few. gosh yeah i i just got a phone call from a producer in austin texas and she asked me if i um, could be the stunt coordinator for some show she was doing that revolved around skydiving. And I said, I'm not your, your choice. That's not my expertise. You need, you need someone like Tim Rigby. And she said, we've been trying to get a hold of Tim Rigby, but we think he's out of the country. And I said, yeah, I think he's in Peru. But uh, so, so are you saying that you have some experience in skydiving? I do. I do. It's, and, and my stuff is all static stuff, you know, jumping out of C-130s and stuff like that. But um, I have another friend too, Conrad Padilla, who's also local from New Mexico, and uh, same thing. He was a, he was an Army Ranger, and you know he's um, also static jumps. You know, static as far as you know, we have a line linked up to to the actual drop line, and we just jump out in our shoot deploys. You know, I want to get more. I want to get a little bit more training and more 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 jumps under the belt. You know, but one thing is definitely you know parachuting and you know and and doing doing a famous role or famous eubanks role <laughs> what like rolling um, out of bed <laughs> <laughs> no no man um what rolling up rolling up the passenger bus what 12 13 times <laughs> oh like so you say like you want to do a cannon roll someday yeah yeah so you know that yeah you know, those just... are always interesting hey conrad <laughs> what conrad's a great dude i met him with you Correct. Yeah. Uh, another yep. guy I looked at and I go, I bet that guy's a prick. And he, t- <laughs> <laughs> he turned out to be, well, look at him. He looks like a guy that just wants to kick your ass, you know? And, <laughs> He's got the cauliflower ear going on. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Totally. You could totally tell he was a, 
he's an, he's a cage fighter. Yeah, he's, an, he's he's another fighter too. He's a good a good friend of mine. We actually just worked uh, came back from Oklahoma uh, about a month ago uh, working on a Danny Trejo movie. James Logan was the coordinator on that actually. Oh no kidding! Uh, yeah, so we went out there and did our did our did our deed and you know, but you know, awesome awesome crew that we worked with, man. Awesome crew. Hey, so let's let's just play this out for a second. Imagine that um, there's two or three different stunt coordinators who are listening to this podcast and they're hearing about you and you're and they're going, "Wow, man, I, this guy sounds like perfect. I could be using him. I need him and a couple more just like him." How does someone who's a stunt coordinator in either Atlanta or Los Angeles or New York? Um, or where Montana, wherever they are, how does someone dig you up and find out how to get in contact with you? Well, I, I have an email. I have a phone number. <laughs> um, I mean, are you with yeah. one of the stunt services? I, you know what? I am on stunt. I think I'm on stunt phone. Um, and I, that's the thing is I don't really, I don't, you know how I am, Corey. I'm not really much of one to like, Throw myself out there. You promote know, yourself. That's why I promote myself. That's why I asked you if you would want to be on Stunt Stories so I could help promote you. Because I think A, number one, you're an awesome, awesome man. You're a great human being, and this world needs more people like you. And you've got a badass background, um, Marine, um, you know, law enforcement officer. Just the talents that you have are are just so perfect fitting for uh, a stunt performer who can also act and looks great on camera. I remember watching some of the footage when we shot that um, Better Call Saul. You know, you just you just look like a freaking movie star. A bad guy kind of look like a prick, but you, <laughs> but 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 was perfect. You you know you suited the part for what you're. You were not playing a good guy. So it. But but how does somebody? How would you say? Hey, you need to get a hold of of Algin Mendez, who do you call? What do you do? You can call myself. You call me on my cell phone anytime. I don't care what time it is in the world. Hey, email me. Do you want to, are you brave enough to give your cell phone out over this? uh, Of course. I have no problem. I have no problem. Because you never know who's going to write it down and call you. And so what is it? How does, let's say someone right now is going, yeah, Corey, just shut up and let him, let Algin tell us his phone number. What is it? So my phone number is area code 505-500-0058. One of the easiest numbers you could possibly remember. Wait, say that one more time. 505-500-0058. That is pretty simple. You could like memorize that. I mean, of course you have, but, and then what is your, what do you have, uh, another like an email address i have a uh, yes i have an email uh i actually have two emails one for my business because i also have a i um i i teach concealed carry licenses here in the city of mexico and then i also teach tactical tactics weapon tactics weapons handling weapons manipulation just anything that has to do with the gun i I have a little school called ace tactical and that email is ace tactical 99 at gmail.com Wait, you said that awfully fast. First of all, Ace <clears throat> Ace is your is your nickname. Yeah, they call me Ace. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, so say one more time your email address. Ace Tactical ninety nine at gmail dot com. Ace Tactical ninety nine at gmail dot com. Correct. And then I have another email which I use for my stunt stuff, uh, which is Algen Stunts 
at gmail.com. Oh, that's a simple one. Algenstunts at gmail.com. Correct. Awesome. Hey, well, at least that way. Now, you know, as I was saying, you know, either other stunt performers and stunt coordinators that might be listening that's like, gosh, this guy sounds like just what I need. How does someone see, well, now they have a way to get a hold of you. How does someone see your, um, what you look like? Do you have a fa- it, Facebook page? Well, or? One thing real quick, it's Algin Ace Stunts. I forgot it's <laughs> Algin oh. Ace, Algin Ace Stunts at gmail.com. Algin Ace, and Ace is A-C-E. Algin Ace Stunts. Stunts at gmail.com. Okay. So, so how would someone go on? Like, you know, if if it was the, you know, there, there's ice, I, what I stunt the thing. There's a bunch of different, different stunt directories. How does someone see what you look like? Um, you go through my Instagram, which is Algenace Mendez. I, you know, I have some headshots and stuff there. Uh, I, I'm not too much one of social media, but I still try and post as much as possible. And, you know, um, I have Facebook, Algin Ace Mendez, same thing. Um, and then I have an account with Stump Phone, um, and they could just type in my name and they'll pop me up. It'll pop up, a picture of me will pop up, and it'll gives me a little, pro, you know, my profile and background and stuff. And you know what I think when someone does that, you know what they're going to think to themselves? What? That guy looks like a prick. <laughs> 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 you know i'm just messing with you oh, i know i know i love I know. you man i love you i love you too Corey. You're, how, you're, you're hey you're the man <laughs> hey thank you so much for taking time i know i know you've been busy and you want to get back with the family and i just thought it would be fun to have you on my stunt stories and brag about you for a little bit and let people know that you're like one of the best kept secrets in the stunt industry and it's a shame because i want to get you out there and 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 get you a lot more work because uh you're a talented, awesome guy. So thank you so much for being on my stunt stories, buddy. Thank you, Corey. You know what? You're a hell of a man. And uh, I'm blessed to know a person like you. You um, know, I, I I appreciate you saying that. And I'm blessed to have you in my life too, brother. I hope to you. see you soon. You too. Likewise. God bless. Bye-bye. Have a great one. Bye-bye.